Hi, this is Trip Rogers. I'll have Trip's take in just a moment. Hello again, I'm Trip Rogers, and this is Trip's take. The death of a loved one is never a fun experience. The death of a loved one around a holiday makes the holiday even worse. Unfortunately, I've had to deal with it three times in my life. The first time was when my grandmother passed away right before Thanksgiving in 1991. What made this more difficult was the fact that I was away on a business trip and I was staying at a friend's house and I had no way for my mother to get in touch with me when my grandmother passed away. And she was frantically trying to reach me because I would be flying into New York the next day and I'd be taking a bus home from Port Authority in New York to West Caldwell. And she thought I would be on that bus, somebody would be reading a paper, and I would see that my grandmother's obituary was in there, not knowing my grandmother had passed away. That was her biggest fear. Well, I finally got the message just before I got on that airplane to fly home from Orlando. And as fate would have it, that night riding home on the bus... I happened to look over somebody's shoulder and saw my grandmother's obituary. That Thanksgiving was not great. We went out for Thanksgiving. And while it wasn't, it was different, we agreed that it wasn't being at home. And I always like to have home-cooked Thanksgiving meal. And the reason why is not so much because I love turkey, but because I love the leftovers. I love the leftover stuffing. I love the leftover mashed potatoes. I love the leftover turkey. I love that. That's the part of it I love because I love eating Thanksgiving dinner. It's great. But, well, we didn't do that that year. That was kind of the last year. But over the years, I realized, you know, Thanksgiving isn't always about eating tons of food. And as I put on weight, I realized I can't really eat that much. The next time I had to deal with a family member passing away right before a holiday was Christmas of 2004. My mother passed away a week before Christmas, and it kind of put a damper on it because that just left my sister and I, and we celebrated Christmas along with Stephanie's mom and Stephanie. Now, as you might think, the three adults were very, very quiet on that Thanksgiving. My daughter was eight. And she was bouncing off the walls because it's Christmas. And she was all excited with what Santa Claus brought her in the whole nine yards. But as the three adults kind of sat there with long faces, we said, hey, Susie, you need to open a present. Stephanie, give Aunt Susie this box. Well, Stephanie's struggling with this heavy box and brings it over to Susie. And Susie opens up the box and then I hear, and she goes, mom got us the same things. I remember Stephanie's mom being so excited she found the perfect gift for Susie and my mother. They were very hard to get to shop for. And they they had certain things they liked. And one of the things in common was the beach. And she was able to find the perfect gift. My mother found the same thing. Sandstone flip-flops that go into a garden or something. We ended up now with four pairs of them. So two of them were at my house in the front yard and the backyard. One of them went on mom's grave and the other one went in my sister's front yard where it still lies. Now we have since sold the house that we were in. And I know one of those pairs of flip-flops went with Stephanie's mom and her to her new house because it sits in the front yard. 
a constant reminder of my mother. The third time I've had to deal with the death of a loved one close to a holiday was this past one. My mother-in-law, Donna Schley, passed away a week before Thanksgiving. And if you're a regular listener to Trips Take, you know that I had given up my full-time job, took a leave of absence to stay with her because she needed someone here in the house 24-7. And I was that person. Now, I don't think of myself as the caregiver type. And a couple of my close relatives kind of questioned my choice. You? Caregiver? Really? But I have to honestly say, I really enjoyed it. But because of finances and because of the fact I needed health insurance, I decided to go back to work part-time for the holiday season. And ironically, my first day back at work was the Sunday before she passed away. But after that, after I got home, went in, she was in her bedroom. Now, she hadn't been feeling good the last couple of days, but she wanted to hear all about my day at work. And I said basically the same thing. It wasn't good. Nothing's changed. It really wasn't. But we laughed about that. And she said she was having some problems. She was having hallucinations. But, you know, she's okay. And, and we were optimistic that, that she would bounce back. She's done that before. Unfortunately, six hours later, there was a different Donna. This person was angry. This person did not understand the situation she was in. The person was outright hostile. It upset Sandy greatly. It upset me and it upset Matthew. Finally, we had to call the hospice folks in and they told us she was undergoing what's called transitional anger. And this is a step towards the end. And we realized mom didn't have much time left. Unfortunately, she also didn't talk to us. That Sunday conversation was the last conversation I had with my mother-in-law. She passed away early in the morning on Friday, November 19th. She was a person so full of life. She was, I was blessed to have known her. And I have known her for 40 years. And she was never a down person, always upbeat, always there. Now, the last couple of years have been tough. Because, well, her beloved husband passed away in 2018. She's been alone and she's been struggling with COPD. She was on oxygen 24-7 for 14 years. And that's tough. That's a tough, that's a that's a tough road to hoe. Now, when I first met her, she was a smoker. And again, a lot of people, you know, who grew up in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and even the 60s. They were brought up that smoking was cool. That was what you did. That's how you were an adult. And people smoked. Well, un- thankfully, when we got to my age, you know, when I grew up in the 70s, we started to realize that smoking was not all it was cracked up to be. And a lot of us either did it and then stopped or never took it up, like myself. But Donna was one of those people who was a smoker until finally she went on oxygen and she had to stop smoking. She never missed an opportunity to tell someone, don't smoke, because look what it did to me. And while she was always active, the last few years she had slowed down, and you could see this. It was a struggle for her to get up and even go to the bathroom, because she'd get out of breath. And it was because COPD was robbing her of the ability to breathe. 
She was a wonderful person, and I'm going to miss her greatly. But it led to Thanksgiving. We had thought we'd have Thanksgiving at home. We'd have a meal. But my fiancé said, I, I don't want to cook a meal without mom. So we decided to go out, and we went to Cracker Barrel. Now, I, I'm not really in love with the idea of going out on Thanksgiving to dinner. I used to be okay with the shopping aspect of it. But again, I'm a person who was in broadcasting and worked many a holiday, Thanksgiving and Christmas included, because you had to have somebody in the building 24-7. So I didn't really want to go out, but this is what they want to do. And I am happy to say I have discovered a new favorite at Cracker Barrel, country fried turkey. I got to tell you, I had that dinner. It was wonderful. And I recommend it. Again, country fried turkey. I haven't had country fried steak, but I suppose that would be my next step on this because I've heard good things about that too. But the country fried turkey was very enjoyable. However, now reality is starting to set in and it's kind of funny to come home and not hear the oxygen machine going because that was something that was going 24-7. And the last one they just replaced for her sounded like our garbage disposal. So that was going all the time. So that was weird. And then the other morning I woke up and Sandy had already gone to work. Matthew had gone away and gone up to Atlanta this weekend. So I was essentially alone. And I was thinking, boy, I haven't been alone in the house for an extended period of time in quite a while. Last time was when mom went up to Atlanta when Sandy and Matthew were staying up there for his treatment at Emory. And that was the last time I was alone in the house. So I was alone again. But this time I, of course, had the dogs. And, well, one of the sad things about mom's passing is her little dog, which was my buddy's dog, which became her dog, Hope, is kind of lost right now. She doesn't know who to kind of go near. Now, she was hanging out with Matthew, but Matthew's not there. So guess who she's hanging out with now? Me. Also Sandy, too, when Sandy's not home. But uh, I now have a little dog who crawls underneath the blanket next to me and is there. She also barks a whole lot. Sometimes you may have heard her barking on this broadcast. (laughs) She's not now because I have her outside. Made sure she wouldn't bark. So that's what's going on in my life. I, I know you can relate to it. I know you can understand. But unfortunately, the worst part of this whole thing is, you know, with COVID, you've got to deal with trying to have a funeral and fulfill mom's wishes. Now, mom did not want a viewing. She just wanted a burial. But to go all the way up to Ohio to bury her, in the middle of December, which is not exactly the warmest month of the year, seems a, a little harsh. So we've been wrestling with how we are going to do this. And we've settled on we'll have a burial service and then we'll have a, a gathering after in the church, which is right by the uh, cemetery. And we will you know, have a little little gathering there and get together with people. I mean, we do have people we're going to see. And, and one of the advantages of this trip is I will be able to see my daughter in Kentucky on our way up. But still, it's going to be a sad trip. I can honestly say that I will miss her. And I can honestly say that uh, I've been blessed to have two 
great moms in my life, one my mother and the other Sandy's mom, Donna. That's Trip's take for no that's Trip's take for December the 2nd, 2021. I'd love to hear your comments and questions about my podcast. Just email tripstake at gmail.com. Fantasy football players, be on the lookout for my other podcast, The Fantasy Sultans with Mike Check. You can also find it on Anchor, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, and other podcast hosts. Hey, if you like the music of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, listen to WTRSradio.com online. Join me again next week for another edition of Trip's Take. For now, I'm Trip Rogers. Thank you for listening. Make it a great one.